Welcome to the Malaspina Theatre Podcast in our beautiful Malaspina Theatre Lobby on Vancouver Island University's Nanaimo campus. Every episode we'll feature members of our community on a wide variety of different topics, themes, and styles of podcasting. Our goal is to foster discussions important to our community members and highlight emerging talent. We'd like to acknowledge and thank Sonomic Watson Salalman Snonoas and Qualcomm First Nation on whose traditional lands we teach, learn, research, live, and share knowledge. Okay, thanks very much. Um, so welcome, everybody. Thanks very much for coming and joining us today. That's great. Uh, just so that everybody listening, can we go around and introduce ourselves? That would be great. Um, hi, thanks for having me. My name's Bryony Dixon. I'm the Artistic Managing Producer of Pacific Coast Stage Company, and we present the Nanaimo Fringe Festival. Excellent. I'm Tamara McCarthy, and I'm the Associate Artistic Producer um, with uh, Pacific Coast Stage, and also I'm a producer with The Fox Queen. Oh, hi. I am <laughs> Emily Dunnigan, and I am a kind of fourth-year student here at VAU studying theater and creative writing. Oh, excellent. So you're doing, uh, like, playwriting and stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. Nice. Very exciting. Okay. Brilliant. All right. So here's one of the questions that I wanted to ask today is about community engagement. So let me start with how did the Fringe go to go this year? It went great. We uh, actually doubled our paid ticket sales over last year. So really? Okay. Really, uh, That's excellent. It did go very well. Um, we had more staff, paid staff than we've ever had. So I, hopefully that may have been part of the um, success. Fantastic. Uh, I really want to, you know, a, a marketing coordinator position um charlie she was wonderful um so i really i think some of it's to do with that a lot of other things you know night market coming back on um live this year so we were there so every how did, week. did you find that the, oh yeah so did you find that the night market helped i think so you know uh i think there is a disconnect between um marketing online and mm-hmm. in real life and I think that especially artistic audiences are not necessarily on social media as much as they might have been in the past. So okay. I think that we really saw a good turnout in the night market and we were, we were flyering, had brochures to give away and, you know, real materials for people to take. And um, I'm, I think that might have um, contributed to it. Some of our artists are not so active on social media and they even showed up to promote their own shows as well. Great. Um, so, yeah, I think it all helps, you know, a bit yeah. of everything, but trying to get that kind of multifaceted um, approach to right. bring in people in. Yeah, fantastic. And we were able to open up to international artists again this year, so it was mm-hmm. fantastic. We had someone from San Francisco and someone from Washington, D.C. Great. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. How did you find the houses, generally? The houses were good. Well, it's still fringe, so, yeah. you know, it's still, <laughs> still well, modest. Well, no, and, and that's, but that's the joy of fringe. Exactly. The, that's the joy of fringe all over the world is yeah. it's a crapshoot. Just mm-hmm. like you don't know what theater. you're going to get. Yeah, a right. little slow the first weekend and then picked up. Exactly. People then start to, you know, Nanaimo is a real word of mouth community. So, um, you know, people by the, by the second kind of later half of the second week into that final weekend um, really picked up. We had uh, one full house. Um, I think it was the Thursday mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. B- before the final weekend. So, yeah, and uh, our venues are um, the Port Theatre adjusts. Um, so we have the, the, the audience on the stage in rate seating. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have to sell out an 800 seat house. Cause, um, and we, we ask the artists beforehand, would you rather, you know, perform to a, a 
less full <laughs> large house like that or would you want a more intimate setting and, and they, they chose that and it, and it works really well yeah. then it, it does feel like the energy is there when, when we do get a decent decent turnout which makes it, which makes complete sense it's yeah. fantastic yeah. Um, so here's a question what do you when you're looking for what to go and see where is your instinct because you know million years ago back in the day when I was doing a lot of doing a lot more stuff, it was newspaper ads, and there were right. You would do out a P, you would throw out a PSA, and you would throw do a press release that would go to and get distributed amongst you know radios and t- and and whatnot. So my question is, is where do you li- where do you find out what's going on? Um, where do we find out? I mean. We have um, festival guides, which yeah. are distributed all around to local businesses. Okay. We're partnered with the Old City Quarter Association, so we really try to focus on businesses there, mm-hmm. postering there. I heard a lot of feedback that people saw our signs on the highway. Yeah, and that's even how we got really, vol- and that's even how we got volunteers involved. Mm-hmm. They're you like, saw- we saw your sign on the highway, and I want to come see shows. So you mean the billboards? Yes. Yeah, really? I even Those. had another person tell me that today. I oh, went to wow. a Terry Fox run, and I was like, "Yeah, I run the fringe." She's like, "Oh, I saw your sign." It didn't really come to any shows, but I saw your sign. <laughs> they're not, you know, on the radio or reading it online as much as driving by and seeing it on the highway sign. Yeah. We're like, okay, guess well, we, we put up I, more of those next year. Yeah, yeah no, that's bus that, stops, here that's we come. fascinating. Yeah, you okay. love the bus stops. So just out of curiosity, where do you find, like, you're younger. <laughs> where um, do you find things? Where do you I look? definitely, I hear it from fellow theater students. Okay. Word of mouth definitely, I think, is a big marketing thing, at least in this town, for mm-hmm. sure. As well as seeing things on Instagram and on Facebook TikToks of people in rehearsal is, I think, one of the biggest things that is, at least for our generation, and for me specifically, grabbing my attention because I'm seeing like a little snippet of right. what is happening. Like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and yes. I guess TikTok, you've only got like 30 seconds of it, so that's exactly pretty, that works out. And this year, the Charlie friend Charlie offered yeah. um, a social media workshop. Before oh. for the artists, how did that and go? It was free for them, so it was awesome. We had Melissa Khan yeah. uh, run it, and she's a social media expert. Yeah, she's so she actually took people step by step through how to do that exact thing. Put your your rehearsals on TikTok, and yeah. it was cool to see some of the artists taking advantage of the stuff they learned. Because obviously, that. we have people that know the community really well that can bring in their friends and family, right? The local artists. Of course, yeah. Um, but then the touring um, artists that come in. Uh, they might actually be more savvy with the with the online thing, and, and they're a bit more familiar with fringe. You know what that means in terms of flyering, getting mm-hmm. out there. Um, but uh, having this kind of professional development workshop that we're going to be offering artists every year for free, um, just to kind of help build that sense of what fringe means, and hopefully, hopefully, so we'll get. That's some a great. I- that's a great idea, though, too, because that'll also encourage other artists yeah. to like come and and go. Oh, look, there's. It's not just a, they're not just going to take care of the advertising. They're also going to be hosting um, and doing professional development workshops, yeah, which is yeah. fantastic. And we also um, have a ph- wonderful photographer who comes. And I, so I, I get images that I send to the artists after the, after the event so they can use that to promote right. themselves and hopefully take some of the tools that Melissa taught them and some of the you know, materials that they can get from 
and Dope really and yeah put it and really launch forward on it yeah that's, fantastic. that's incredible yeah mm-hmm. that gives like the artists because if you don't know social media you don't know the little tips and tricks on how to use it to your advantage it's hard to kind of get your foot in the door mm-hmm. yeah so it gets them a chance to learn something new yeah i think for a lot of artists as well there's that you get wrapped up in your show Mm-hmm. You yes. get you know you get wrapped up in in details of of well I can make this better and I can change this and I can do this and the next word and the world of oh wait I need to take pictures and I need to mm-hmm. promote this and I need to make sure that it's got the right hashtag on it and yeah. how to spread the word that you know yeah and right, also I'm like developing part a of a bigger yeah. thing it's not yeah. just a one show you know you're part of a community of fringe shows so it's a it's a whole other thing to learn how to fringe. Yeah, yeah. We we're kind of producing a little marketing bible, you know, for um, artists coming in that gives them those kind of hashtags that work here. Yeah, you know, fantastic, like you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna know otherwise. Uh, love arts Nanaimo. Love arts Nanaimo. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Drake, but it's really Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then hope the hope is, I mean, the dream is that Nanaimo artists will then also tour to other. Well, and that's, of course, the goal, right, is to take artists from here and have them, right, because, of course, the fringe goes right the way across Canada, which Mm -hmm. is, which is fantastic. Yeah, and the world. And and the world, (laughs) wherever they have to be, right, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So tell me about what you're doing. With the Fox Queen? Yeah. So the Fox Queen uh, came out of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and uh, so my partner and I, Dave Mott, who's in Vancouver, we decided to start creating work because suddenly we had lost I had lost six contracts at right. the start of COVID. One of them was going to Edinburgh Fringe to direct a show. Oh, oh no. Yeah. It was, it was a sad one. Mm. That one won't happen again. Mm. Um, but uh, so we started this up and he started writing because he was too busy before so started playwriting and then we pitched this idea to Brian E. We were looking for a good application for the Digital Now grant that had, was Canada being put on by Canada yeah. Council. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, we have this project that we're inventing uh, called Messages on Doors, and it's going to be a reconciliation project. And it just fit really well with the, with the grant. And so we applied and ended up getting the money. So PCSE commissioned the Fox Queen to do this event, which was in Sinanemo, and it's working with Indigenous and non-Indigenous community participants mm-hmm. and core artists. So we have professional artists and community members come right. and create, basically changing, trying to change messages of hate, historical and present day, towards Indigenous peoples into messages of love is sort of one of our big ideas. Oh. Um, and in the first year, the other big idea was how do we stay connected in times of isolation? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and the so event was hugely successful. Was we had awesome. a big feast and celebration and wow, sharing of these art presentations in November um, at the wellness and uh, gyms in Onsunemo. We really want it to be accessible so that folks living you know, on the reservation can walk there and whatnot. And uh, then we thought, okay, so we're going to try and apply for more money and got more money to do it on our own. So Fox Queen, with still in association with PCSE, right. gave us a couple thousand yeah, dollars through some other bets through Amber. Also. Yeah, they're very supportive. Um, and now we're going to be in Port Alberni, so we're doing it with Great. all the new Chelnuth lands, and it's next week. So yeah, there's, st- there's about 15 tickets left. They're free. There's a salmon barbecue, and then... You oh, get no. to watch pitch, pitch away. Art. Where can people buy tickets? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, thefoxqueen.ca forward slash MOD for there messages on doors. And it's really tremendous. I really feel like my life career of yeah. being an art maker, having done this for 30 years as a theater maker, has really kind of led to this 
Nice. Well, and it's self- mm-hmm. so fringe too because it's so experimental. You know, yeah, like it, it really is giving artists like total free reign within those big ideas. But they're, they're <laughs> and we have participants. You know, they're used to being kind of directed or told. You know, like, what do we do? Uh, um, but it's like really, it is that open. Please take it. As, uh, you know, take the inspiration from the workshop. They um, run a really wonderful um, online workshop with a sound bath and you know to try and cut, stimulate ideas. And, so people come up with all sorts of different things. Uh, one of the artists last year um, created a virtual space, uh, you know, with, with um, VR goggles and stuff. And um, then we had live live shows and, and um, spoken word poetry, all sorts of, just everything, any, anything and everything. Fantastic. <laughs> this year we have a carver from Uclulet, uh, Yalmer Wenstob, who's actually going to try out a podcast. And he's like, Great. you know, I'm so, I, you know, people are always asking me these bizarre questions because he runs a gallery there right. he's an indigenous um artist and he's like oh i'd love to do a podcast called ask an indian and i was like why don't you do that and he's like really yeah and so now he's just go flying away with it and absolutely oh, loving it. he goes everywhere great. i go now i just want to say can i record you asking me that <laughs> so it's, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek um yes. but also there'll be some really serious questions asked oh, and then also great. yeah some a fantastic idea. Satirical kind of take. Yeah, so it's really going well. It's, we, I would love to keep doing this in communities all around the province. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds like it, it sounds like you've touched on something that's really like a gem of an idea. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. important. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And that, com- that connection in that community is really... Shout out to Satasia White, who's uh, our Indigenous collaborator on that project from the beginning, and she's brought in some wonderful artists to it. And Great. She's yeah. in charge of protocol, and she's got yeah. uh, the chief coming in to do the protocol um, next week in Disband Oak. So her and, and her uncle Ron. No. Oh, he's going to yeah. be there. That's yeah. so good. He so. just was curating the uh, Pacific North Coast um, exhibit at the New York Museum of nice. Natural History. Oh, wow. fantastic. So, so yeah, big names, about, yeah, get your tickets, about. they're almost gone. That's great. <laughs> yeah, very exciting. That's great. Oh, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's great. So what's, um, so let me talk about moving forward. Let's talk about um, for next year. Let's start with Fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, what would be some of the plans for well, What's up? one of my moves that I'm trying to develop right now, um, uh, from 2020s when I when I joined Pacific Coast Stage Company, a mm-hmm. bit of a weird year to, to start running it. Um, <laughs> but we were so small, we could pivot quite easily to mm-hmm. an online uh, festival that year. And our, you know, uh, it's all about trying to build audiences, really bring theatre to people that aren't normally coming to see it. Exactly. Otherwise, our, our houses would be very limited every year, right? Yeah. Um, so we ran some great projects that year, um, in 2021, actually, um, Forum Theatre um, project uh, with Larissa Koza, mm-hmm. um, facilitating for us with newcomers to Nanaimo, so getting some of those stories out there, and audiences getting used to engaging in, interactive, in an interactive theatre style. Mm-hmm. Um, and we presented it at Fringe as another kind of outreach method and some of those participants then went on to messages on doors right. as community participants as well never done theater before but you know now that they saw Fantastic. the value of it yeah, and absolutely. really wanted to get involved it really bought that sense of community belonging and connection for mm-hmm. them um so that that broadened our kind of audience volunteers all of it um and then 
this year I'd really like to kind of be reaching out to the stand-up comedy scene in Nanaimo. Yeah. I went uh, to, they had a, a comedy show for mental health for the weekend um, and they brought over Dino, I forget his last name, but he was hilarious and wonderful and he had some openers that were local and they were also very funny. Great. So I know there's some very funny comedians in Nanaimo so, and to me um, the Edinburgh Fringe is where most uh, stand-up begins in the UK so I'd really like to bring in and, and it was packed you know like uh, the Queen's was full of people Great. ready to, to laugh and have a good time excellent so hopefully trying to um, bring in more comedy as yeah. another category this yeah, year yeah no that's a fantastic yeah. idea yeah so cool. that's one of the things I don't know if we've got anything else <laughs> um, another project that Pacifico Stage is working on it's not Fringe but it is the AIM project the Access Impact Mentorship and so mm -hmm. we're working with neurodivergent collaborators and artists to explore theatre spaces and green rooms and see what's accessible and inaccessible about them Yes, yes. As someone who is neurodivergent, that is incredible to hear. It's something that I, this year at VAU, would really love to put in more implemented because I don't feel like there's a lot of accessibility. We don't have a ramp into the stage. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like these are changes that should be made. Yeah, we're in the middle of a, um, a big turnover right now for that. We've been meeting with facilities and getting, and there's a lot of grants that are coming in okay. to... Uh, just to make everything accessible, more accessible. Well, Mostly because, I mean, this building was built in 1976, I think mm -hmm. it was, and of course the regulations back then were very different. Mm -hmm. right? oh, yeah. So yeah. There's, a, there's a big move right now to try and upgrade everything to the point where um, everybody can have a similar experience, mm -hmm. right? And that's, so that's big and should be coming in fairly soon. Which well, is there's great. a group of about six of us or seven of us meeting twice a month and mm -hmm. we're moving around to different spaces around town. So we're actually hoping that maybe we could come hang out in your green room and lobby, maybe Emily and yeah. some other neurodivergent students would like to join us for those ones. So we'll, sure. we'll chat after this. And then that. we're hoping to, you know, create some materials for venues coming out of this project that we can, you know, like a little resource pack or something that can help improve um, those, those things for our artists and audiences as well, right? And, and so hopefully this would then have a knock-on effect with more people being able to come see Which shows. would probably be a really good plan too if you've got basically a, uh, an information, like a, something that has information for artists that are coming into town who might not know all the venues mm -hmm. who say you know i have a performer who is neurodivergent or you know able differently who needs to be able to get to the stage what are some spaces that, it, that i can actually mm -hmm. work with rather than having to call every single one of them it's bit of a yellow pages of what's actually going on and yeah. Yeah. who's got what. Yeah, no, that's a 100%. great idea. I like Another that thing idea. we're working on is trying to create a sort of travel snozlin um, based on the snozlin rooms, which are mm -hmm. spaces where there's textures and lights and, and things that are uh, for stimming. And so creating sort of a travel kind of cart that can go to green rooms and to theaters. So we're trying to develop that right now that mm -hmm. could then maybe be for rent or loan, depending on. Yeah. Yeah, and what's viable. Right. That's what we're developing right now, so it's, we're pretty excited. We That's always so like cool. to take these lessons learned, you know, and uh, we have that network of Can Canadian Association of Fringe Festivals to share these things with as well, right? Absolutely, so we can yeah. kind of get that impact. It doesn't just have to stay in Nanaimo. It can really benefit people all across Oh, Canada. absolutely, Definitely. yeah. yeah. Especially with, and for the Fringe, of course, that works out so beautifully because so often Fringe has 
spaces that might not normally be used for theater. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And it could be anywhere. There was a, in Vancouver, the big thing was bring your own venue for a little while. Which we want to be building towards as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's, a, that's a fun one. But mm-hmm. it's always, I it's guess. It's another of our initiatives that we're yeah, slowly working on. And like Slow outdoor, steps. you know, like, uh, I mean, the COVID was, uh, that was a good part that came out of it for us. Uh, you know, it spurred us to do an outdoor venue. And uh, to me, as a festival, it has a huge outdoor. Pre- it should have an outdoor presence, you know. Exactly, yeah. um, and uh, and it's in the summer, and not everyone wants to go see it in a theatre in the summer. But we can bring the performance art. We can bring the theatre to them yeah. outside. So, um, just exploring more of that too. And we're we're approaching unconventional uh, venues as well, like coffee shops, things like that. Absolutely, um, yeah. No, yeah. that's a fantastic idea. Love it. Right. Yeah. So moving forward, so you've got all of these different initiatives. Um, talking about different, you know, bums and seats and things like that, is there, uh, when you're talking about marketing plans and ways of bringing this kind of attention and bringing these kind of initiatives to the awareness of an, of an audience, um, well, let me be blunt, how do I get your generation to come out to the theater, though? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think it is, especially here, it's posters everywhere giving people, like, the opportunity to wander about and see it but also having a good solid social media presence. So it's a combination? Uh, definitely a combination. Because I, I know a lot of people have been talking about okay we've got to move to social media everything's on you Instagram can't give now. It up. You can't give up the real life. No. In the so place. the question is and that's actually really good you know this is be a great thing to talk about is that balance right? The Do you need a balance between you were talking about a lot of the um, the input you were getting was from the night market. Yeah. Right? And uh, we had another little initiative this year. We have a lot of people confused about what a fringe button is, um, which uh, it's, it's, a, it's how our festival earns private money. Like, right. Because um, all 100% of the ticket sales goes directly to the artists. Right. So um, we do ask that every patron buy a $5 button in order to get into the festival and see any show along with the ticket. Um, so we anticipated this again, and uh, we're still working on it. I think there's still some finessing to be done. But uh, we did these large decals this year um, as well, just more visuals around town, you know, like big decals we could put on the walls, on the floor, and it had a, a QR code to scan, and it took you to a little video that Charlie made for us um, telling you what a button was. Uh, so little things like that. But I do think, you know, just something that you encounter, like, what's this? You know, gets your attention yeah. while you're wandering around doing it. Yeah, yeah, quirky. That's great. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. I love that idea of the of the mixed, mm-hmm. right? You know, because people people who come to live theater are interested in live yes. things, which is good. Exactly. But I find that there's, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm finding that especially post COVID, it feels as though there's a real hunger for that. Yes, there, yes. There feels like there's a real. Um, when we did the visitor last year, the audiences were better than we've had in a really long time, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it was because people are like, "There's something I can go and see. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic, right?" And let's let's you know, I want to support that. I want to be surrounded by other people and ha- yeah. be in that energy of an audience of people watching a show. Like there's a real you yeah. know, thrill to that. I think people are recognizing that being plugged in all the time is not great on the mental health, right? So um, 
I think that's when you have the option to see something for real, like you would take it and seize it, right? Absolutely. Like I think I'm noticing a shift there too. Yeah. Um, so, and, and with young people as well, even though they're more into social media and stuff, I think they're also being like, you know, I need to um, <laughs> live my real life oh, yeah. out exactly. in the world. I've noticed even just like friends that I have that aren't theater people, they don't really know anything about it. They suddenly are like, are you in a show? I'd love to come see it. Like, mm-hmm. when are you doing shows? And I'm like, oh, okay. You all now want to come see what's going on. Yeah, which is great. Right? That's fantastic. So let's talk about Fox Queen. Right? Long game. What is it? Long game. I mean, for, for Messages on Doors, we're really just in the very, very beginning of what mm-hmm. this could be. And it could really be travel across Turtle Island. Right now we're focusing on Vancouver Island, which is a very large island. Yes. So we're thinking Victoria, we're thinking North Island. So we could have at least two more versions of it here. So Mm -hmm. that could be another two years. It's Mm -hmm. about a year. Well, the last one was in November. So I guess it's actually almost almost two in one year, but one full year. Mm -hmm. So I I think the potential is really endless um, out of some of this the works that people are making, I would love to do. I'm sort of thinking it as a tree. I'm like, another branch could be the commissions, messages on doors, the commissions, and actually commissioning some of these works, because right now we're calling them sparks. Mm-hmm. And they're just five to 20 minute sort of pieces. And they're, they're not, we're not focused on product, we're really focused on process mm-hmm. and exploration and questioning, and just really meeting yourself where you're at with truth and, truth and reconciliation, where are you at in your own process, and everybody's in a different place, and mm-hmm. go come where you're at. And so some of the things that are coming out of this, like for instance, this podcast with Yalmer of Ask an Indian, I mean, that could, that be, could, that could just blow yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely could, yeah. So I would love to try and get some more funding Support to commission artists, them yeah. to take these sparks into full full works Yeah, is like, another idea. So yeah, there's, there's kind of endless project thoughts just... Not Ooh. enough hours in the day to write all the grants, but you <laughs> could then enter into the them. Fringe Festival. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big loop around. Like, it, I really hope to see some more of this work get feathered. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, so to wrap things up, let's so you let's plug your event one more time. Yes, messages on doors, New Chalnuth. It's yep. in Port Alberni on September 29th. Doors are at six. Dinner is at seven. You need to book because there's only 100 plates of food. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't book, you will not get the delicious salmon dinner that is being made by all the aunties of Cetacea yes. White's family. Nice. Um, and I hear there's homemade blackberry pie. Um, and so, yeah, that is, anyway. that is, well, there's no price right, of admission. Right it's there. free. It's oh, free. It's yeah. free. We accept, so it's just we, we accept donations, but yeah, you just go on to our website and you book a ticket for free on Eventbrite. Um, Boom, done. Thefoxqueen.ca. Yeah. Done. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And Fringe. Um, somebody wants to do a show in the Fringe. When do they start paying attention to... Um, yeah, we accept applications. Usually um, January 1st um, through to March. Okay. Um, you can apply. It's $25. Um, then we do a lottery draw in April. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's uncurated, so really anyone can enter, yeah. whatever the stage of your show development is at. Um, and when you apply, you don't even have to have a fixed show yet. Um, you can <laughs> you, just you need a title. Get it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get in there. We'll follow up with you later for your tech requirements and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, 
So, um, really? and then the application, if you get pulled in the in the lottery drawer, it is a $200 application fee. We have sponsorships for um, artists that we offer each year. Um, Nabil Says was a uh, recipient this year. Okay. Um, it's just to make it more accessible to people that would that, inaugural, that would inaugural uh, cultural yeah. sponsorship. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, We've done indigenous sponsorships. And of course, that two hundred dollars entrance fee that gets you the marketing yeah. and, and Blanket, the venue and the technician tip. and everything along that's the line. That's the venue. Great. That's yeah. right. Right. Yeah. So, and that workshop that we mentioned, it'll be a different, workshop, different exactly, one. We're, we're trying huge. to do like Fringe 101, though. So, anything to help you um, learn what it means to be in a fringe festival. Brilliant. And, yeah. Sounds fantastic. And where do people find out about that? NanaimoFringe.com or PacificCoastStage.org is our website of the larger organization. And we do other projects as well, um, like the Forum Theatre and stuff like that. Great. They can link you through. If you go to PacificCoastStage.org, it will also take you to the Fringe website. Awesome. Yeah. Are you sufficiently engaged? Oh, yes. <laughs> Very. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, everybody, thank for you, coming thank in. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.